playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. What up, my people? Welcome back to another episode of the Radical Latino Show. It's your host, the Radical Latino. What is popping, my people? I know I've been out for a week. I was just taking care of a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm doing a lot of things behind the scenes, on the scenes, over the scenes, and all that. You know what I'm saying? What is popping, my people? I hope y'all week has been crazy good. Mine has been crazy good. You know what I'm saying? Just taking care of stuff, you know, having fun, chilling with family and all that other shit. You know what I mean? Hope y'all doing the same. Everything's good with y'all and y'all are doing great. You know what I mean? But a couple of things I want to address first. If you guys haven't been subscribed to my YouTube channel, I don't know what y'all doing. You know what I'm saying? Y'all better subscribe and go check it out because i uploaded uh, a video i uploaded a video on a certain youtuber a certain latin coon i want I, I addressed you know what i'm saying and the reason why i did it is because first of all let me give you guys some background all right the certain individual should remain nameless and shouldn't even be spoke about spoken about whatever or, or whatsoever but the reason why I did it is because this is the reason why I do what I do. This is the reason why I speak out on things that need to be sp uh, spoken out about. This is the reason why I even started this whole platform in the first place. You know, this is the reason why I even gave myself my name, the Radical Latino. Radical Latino, you know what I'm saying? Rad for short. You know, this is the reason why because a certain latin coon and latin coons out here want to be the representative of the latin community claiming everything else but what they really are and on top of that having these racial ideologies that isn't true whatsoever you feel what i'm saying so i know that i'm the, the type of person that i have to change the narrative i cannot let something like that be you know be out here i'ma just be cool with the shit nah that's not happening so i made a video if you guys want to take a look at it you know take a look at it but i basically break down this latin coons ideology i break down this latin coons um you know uh, a whole way of thinking his talking points and all this other bullshit you know and yeah I think he's throwing little stupid ass jabs at me. You know, this the motherfucker looks like Beavis and Butthead. You know, like he looks like an idiot. But anyway, <laughs> so he he's throwing little jabs at me here and there, here and there, here and there on on you know on his little videos or whatever. He can't he can't even like record for shit, my man. If you're really gonna do your thing, you know, at least put your phone, you know, like like instead of instead of vertical, you know, put horizontal. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, you know, so I had to you know. How to check them, but the thing that really was, I sh it shouldn't be surprising, but the 
the thing that really surprised me and caught me not off guard but caught me for a loop like huh okay that that video that i did 25 something minutes of breaking this motherfucker down you know what i'm saying yo i had so many racist confused comments and that video got more dislikes than likes <laughs> that shit reminds me of that battle rap that 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 rap battle with uh charlie clips and x factor i don't know if y'all seen that shit but he said the same sh and in your battle with verb you got more dislikes than likes <laughs> now that's true I do got more dislikes and likes, but that ain't shit to me. My second battle got paid more than you and ten other niggas that night. I make oh. history. You know how? You know how I'm that nigga? You know how I'm that nigga? Cause in your last two battles you had to mention me. You almost lost the surf convincingly, so I made you battle DNA and rich dollars just to get to me. Little nigga. Ah, that shit was hard. You feel what I'm saying? But it just it just reminded me of that. I'm a battle rap fan, so if y'all don't know why, you know what I'm saying? This is the reason why I'm a huge battle rap fan. So that just, just reminded me when I started seeing that shit, I was like, damn, I got more dislikes than likes. I don't know, for some reason that just came to mind. You feel what I'm saying? But um, yeah, you know, it just means that I gotta do more work out here, you know, and I gotta just keep on grinding, keep on, you know, giving my message across you know what i'm saying because you know latin coons out here they're all confused they don't they don't know what team to root for you feel me they over here all white whitewashed and shit because you know their parents come from this anti-black you know ideology or whatever the case is so you know what i don't blame him i blame i blame his parents but it is what it is so you know shout out to that coon anyway so Real quick, if you guys don't know what Hidden Colors is, first of all, I don't know what y'all been doing. Y'all should really go check out that movie, Hidden Colors. There's like, part, this, this part five. So right now it's part five. So it's just one through, you know what I'm saying? So you guys got to really check that out. A lot, a lot, a lot of hidden history um, that they talk about. A lot of hidden um, African history that they talk about. And a lot of things that i didn't even know i was like oh shit you know you know that movie put me on and all that that documentary put me on and the director of that documentary is Tariq nasheed and a lot of you know a lot of people call him a race baiter a lot of people call him a scammer or whatever the case is um i'm not gonna respect the man uh this i mean i'm not gonna disrespect the man you feel what i'm saying um he i learned a lot from him you know what i'm still you know what i'm saying i'm still learning a lot so I'm gonna just, you know, give a big shout out to him. But Tariq Nasheed, he was supposed to be going to the UK to promote his film, Hidden Colors 5, that it came out. It's supposed to, this, um, this uh, iteration was supposed to talk about black warfare and how important it is to basically stay ready um, and have a militant mindset, which, you know there's nothing wrong with that you know what i'm saying everybody needs to think like that you know this is the reason why i'm making this type of episode you know what i mean so having a militant mindset and always you know staying ready if you you know if you stay ready you don't got to get ready you feel what i'm saying so always staying ready always being vigilant always having a, a code of conduct always being 
you know, prepared for the worst. You know, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Feel what I'm saying? So when he he made a documentary about that, and even in the trailer, the trailer of the documentaries, you see a lot of, you know, a lot of white supremacists on it, talking about this is racist and all this other bullshit. And mind you, I supported most of his films. Not the first one, because I didn't know nothing about Hidden Colors 1, but I supported two, three, and four. I didn't support five because some some people uh, one person was kind of questionable that was in it so i was like you know what i'm uh i'll support it when it comes out on dvd i'll buy it but as a crowdfunding nah i'm good you feel what i'm saying so um so he was supposed to go to the uk and promote the film you feel what i'm saying and something very interesting happened he got banned from even entering the country he got banned from the uk itself so he couldn't even go and you know have the film shown out there now the way he explained it on his live was that this was very meticulous because the the fact that the fit they he was already scheduled to even go out there he didn't get no email nobody let him know that he wasn't even allowed in the country you feel what i'm saying the thing is when the when the film finished uh you know debuting in theaters he was in some of the screenings and he was gonna go out that same day from from a, from the united states all the way to the uk that same night after the the show you know after the the showing was done you know what i'm saying and the thing is that he didn't even end up making it because after this is what he he believes that certain people had certain agents in the theaters and called up the uk government and said listen this is you know this this is too heavy there's too much heavy information in here blah 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 and all this other stuff and they denied him access and to him the way he in his life he was saying that they denying access to actually even see the film which is true you know but he was harping on just seeing the film just seeing the film the thing is i don't see it them i don't see them denying access to see the film i see them denying access for black empowerment this movie must be so powerful this movie must have a message in it for black uprising that it scared the uk government so much that they had to ban a man they had to ban the whole individual from entering the country and the reason why they gave him they get they was giving him vague reasons but the reason why they gave him the reason this is what the reason they gave him on why they banned him because he wasn't conducive to the citizens of the uk how crazy is that he isn't conducive to the citizens of the uk mind you this person has been out here talking about and exposing white supremacy day in and day out if you guys even follow him on twitter this dude is all out here exposing white supremacy left and right 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 and the thing about that is that they're gonna stop a man from going to the uk to empower his people 
and let them know, hey, listen, you know, being a black militant, having this military mindset, having empowerment amongst your own people, amongst your own community, is something that is shamed upon. I'm sorry. That's what the government is saying. He was going to go out there and show a film that was going to empower the individuals in there, in that country. And the government is saying that, no, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? That, so they're basically, so in other words, what they're stopping is, Hey, I don't, I don't, we don't want y'all niggas to rise up too much. That's basically what they're saying. We don't want y'all motherfuckers to actually get enough balls because let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. You know, look at Haiti. Let's look at Haiti for one second. Haiti was a country that was decimated and enslaved. Those people got together and rose up against the mightiest armies of the world and beat every last one of them. So to me, if they're scared of a black uprising, this is why they don't want a black uprising. They want their Negroes. And this is me just talking as them, you know, they want their Negroes. This is what I'm thinking. They want their Negroes to be just submissive. You feel what I'm saying? And that's something that we really got to look at. Like, wait a minute, hold up. This is a big wake up call for everybody. This is the reason why I say white supremacy is a global system. It's not just conducive to the United States. White supremacy is a global cancer. White supremacy is a global phenomenon. White supremacy affects us in nine areas of activity, activity globally. All right. That's something we have to understand. This right here proves it. This right here proves it. The fact that they banned a man from a whole goddamn country, a whole continent and said that you cannot show a film that promotes a black uprising. It's just a historical film. That's all it is. And let's keep it real. In the United States, it said, if you are not liking the government, the way it's run, you have the right to form a well-formed militia. This is what the government said is on the constitution. Feel what I'm saying? The UK is like, nah, we're not like that. Nah. Yeah. Like they don't have fucking Brexit over there. You feel what I'm saying? But the thing is they want their black folks over there submissive. They don't want nobody rattling the cages. And this right there gave so much light to that film. So now people are asking what the fuck is in this film that it's making it so, you know, controversial. What is in this film that is making governments from continents stop a certain individual from coming in? What is up with that film? And that's what I'm saying. This, there must be some heavy ass information in this film. You feel what I'm saying? There must be some heavy ass information. So just shout out to him. Shout out to that movie. I'm definitely going to go get it when it's available on Amazon. 
You know what I'm saying? I should, I should be, you know, I should get it now, but I'll get it when it's available. You know, I don't want no, you know, surprises coming out. If it's streamable, I fucking do it streamable. You know what I'm saying? Like 1804, I got that shit streamable, you know, but shout out to him. And hopefully, you know, everything goes okay with my dude. You know what I'm saying? Now, moving on to a judge in Ohio. Now, there was this judge in Ohio who was dragged out of the courtroom. Believe it or not. Was dragged out of the courtroom and you know, in handcuffs. So you're like saying, wait, wait a minute. A judge was dragged out of the courtroom. What the fuck is going on? So you, I further went and investigated and did some digging. I ended up finding out that, uh, uh, the, this judge, this judge has a brother and he was being reprimanded unfairly in his city job. So what she ended up doing was she ended up using her title to basically help her brother out and get out of this injustice that he was facing. What ended up happening was they said, wait a minute, you're not supposed to help your kind. You're not supposed to help your people. So they rightfully so reprimanded her to the point where she is serving six months in jail. How crazy is that? I think was it six months or six years? It was something like that but she's serving basically she's serving time she's serving time in jail that's insane for helping her brother out now when racists out here when white supremacists out here saying hey why are you mad that we had a black president hey why are you mad there's a black person right there these are people these are non-white people in token positions we have to understand that these are non-white people in token positions. They're not allowed to do anything for their people. If they do, they start changing laws left and right to the point where they'll punish you. This is proof. She was helping out her brother because his city job was going to reprimand him unjustly and she helped him out. And they said, no, no, we can't do that. Even though it's your family or some little black guy in the street selling cocaine. Nah, we can't have that. We're going to have to teach you a lesson. This was not punishing her. This was punishing every other black person, every other Latin person who thinks about helping out their own people who thinks about because they got a certain job title. That means that opens the door for certain privileges. That means that opens the door for certain things that you can do and help out in your own community. No, this proves it. Oh, you're a judge. Oh yeah, you got power? Yeah, you got power until we tell you you have power. You only got power to do what we allow you to do. This proves it. That little job title, that don't mean shit. Let's keep it real. That does not mean a goddamn thing. You feel what I'm saying? That doesn't mean a goddamn thing. But, you know, we got certain individuals out here thinking that Oh, well, you know, let's look at everything else that happened in the case. No, this proves everything, everything that white supremacy talks about. Remember nine areas of activity, law, 
is one of those areas. Just because you're a judge does not exclude you from the system of white supremacy. You just working in that system because we allowed you to work in that system. You feel what I'm saying? And I feel sorry for her because she literally got dragged out. Literally, like if you guys see the video, Ohio judge drag, just type that and just Google it. She literally got dragged out. That must be so embarrassing. I felt so sorry for her. I'm like, God damn, why are they treating her like that? You feel what I'm saying? But it is what it is. We live in the system of white supremacy. What can we do? You feel what I'm saying? Now, moving on to my next topic, this, um, there was this, you was born citizen in Texas where he got basically detained for three weeks in the U S border, uh, cage in the, basically in the U S concentration camps right now that we got, let's keep it real. The U S concentration camps that we got. So there was, uh, U.S. born citizen, captive, you know, in the in the concentration camps, and he was there for three weeks until they released him, and they basically said sorry and all this other stuff. Listen, this is some this is nothing new. This is something I already said. This is something I already talked about, and it's nothing, nothing, nothing new. Our melanin, our skin. Our identity, our ethnicity is a target. This is something we got to understand. Latin people are being targeted out here and rounded up. This is something we have to get through our heads. We got Latin folks like Antonio Cristina. I'm not going to say his name, but Antonio Cristina claiming out here. I'm me. I'm white, puppy. I'm white, puppy. I'm white. You know, I'm white, looking like a fucking idiot, like Beavis and Butthead and shit. Yelling out here saying I'm white. Yet he doesn't look nowhere near white. Best believe his light green, light ass, green eyes is gonna get fucking deported. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna get rounded up probably for more than three weeks and still get deported. You feel me? So we're being harmed out here. We're being basically persecuted. And this is a wake up call. This is a wake up call for all Latin folks out here claiming white. This is a wake up call for all Latin folks out here claiming, um, non-black and all this other bullshit. This is something we have to understand my people. This is something we have to understand. We are being targeted regardless if we say that we're white and we're black as shit. That doesn't mean a goddamn thing. Okay. There's white Latinos. Yes, I understand that there's white Latinos that those are Latin folks. I'm gonna tell you the classification right now. Those are Latin folks that their parents migrated from somewhere in Europe and actually stood and, and migrated to Latin America, had kids with only themselves. You feel what I'm saying? And had your white ass. Those are white Latinos just because Latin people have couple of percentage of whiteness doesn't mean a goddamn thing. It doesn't mean that you're white. If you got a certain percentage of whiteness and, and basically all mixed and shit, you're not white. You're not white. There's a difference between white Latinos who are Anglo and non white Latinos who is everyone else. Regardless if you're white as shit, 
genetically you're not that's this is something this is a horror pill to swallow i understand there's a bunch of latin coons out here i understand that we want to gl gl glorify this whiteness because this is something we've been indoctrinated and we've been taught i'm sorry but look look how white people are treating you look how white people are actually seeing you as white people are seeing you as a, 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 all type of other niggas that speak another language that's all it is let's keep it real that's all it is you out here saying that you're white and shit trying to claim with white daddy this same white motherfucker is calling ice on y'all and you're being rounded up like dogs let's keep it real y'all are being rounded up like dogs i shouldn't talk because i probably be the next one up in line you know what i'm saying but y'all being rounded up like dogs and y'all y'all shouldn't even be out here you know claiming white and trying to be all cool with the racist motherfucker you know what i'm saying nah yeah we gotta stop that my people we gotta stop that the this is white supremacy at its full force this is white supremacy at its best right now and it's telling us listen we're not taking no prisoners we want to make this country white again just like the white supremacist donald trump said we want to make this country white again. And we don't care if you're with us or with Julio down the street. We're still taking you in because you're not 100% white. The whole concept of white supremacy is supposed to be white first. This is something you guys have to understand, my people. This is something you guys got to understand. It's white first. Genetic survival. White first. You think that these latin um these white people are gonna have have their daughters sleep with y'all no hell no because the product is gonna come out non-white either way it's still gonna have some of that black blood in them some of that savage blood as they say some of that non-white blood they still see that and you could joke and laugh amongst all of those people they don't give a fuck they don't care They'll see you as a non-other and they laugh behind your back saying, look, look at this motherfucker. He thinks that we're going to be cool with him. But when shit comes, when shit hits the fan, he's the first one we're going to sacrifice. You're expendable. This is something you got to understand. You're expendable, which leads me to today's topic. The rise of white identity extremists. Now, what does white identity extremist mean? It basically means white supremacy. My people, this week, we've had a wake-up call. Everything that I've been saying for the past, I don't fucking know, 48 goddamn episodes, a whole year that I've been on this shit talking basically on the mic and I'm surprised that I'm getting a lot of followers and a lot of listens. I'm surprised my goddamn self. But mi gente, listen. This is something I've been telling y'all for a whole fucking year. White supremacy does not include Latin folks. They see us just like black people, and this is our wake-up call. If Trump calling all Mexicans, all Latin people, rapists, murderers, and drug dealers, and the Latin folks made 
damn near 25 something or 29 percent of his voting block those are latin coons those are latin coons and we need to extradite those type of people out of our community they do not represent us their rate chose aside they need to go over there you feel what i'm saying this is a wake-up call white supremacy does not see what your ideology is white supremacy does not see who you think um is is um is bad with what race is bad and we gotta um purify our race white supremacy does not see um a gender white supremacy does not see none of that shit what white supremacy see you as non-white regardless if you're light-skinned but you got a goddamn black ass mustache and brown eyes they're gonna fucking shoot the shit out you what happened in walmart is a huge wake-up call in el paso texas this week there was a shooting a shooting of mexican folks a shooting of Latin people. This shooter wanted to actually make his name known. And he wrote a manifesto saying that the Mexicans, the Hispanics, I call, I call, I, I don't call, I don't like using the word Spanish or Hispanic because that's not a right word to identify us. It's Latin people, the Latin folks, that's it. But this is what he's choosing to say that Hispanics is a cancer here and he wants to eliminate the cancer. He wants to eliminate Hispanics and he targeted Mexicans. Now, why did he target Mexicans? Why, why on earth did he target Mexicans? Well, because Mexicans, all Mexicans, not just the bad ones, regardless of what those races say no well trump doesn't mean this well guess what this white supremacy meant this this white supremacy got that dog whistle and said gotcha not all mexicans but guess what all of them are bad to me you feel what i'm saying he went out there and targeted us this is our wake-up call people mi gente this is our wake-up call Part of his manifesto talked about eliminating the undesirables, which is Latin folks. Believe it or not. Eliminating the undesirables. I'm going to read a, just a small part. A small part of his manifesto. First of all, shout out to, you know, Brujo and all my other people up in my DMs on Instagram because I've been trying hard and hard and hard and hard and hard to find his manifesto. Everywhere online has been scrapped, but guess what? My people got it. You know what I'm saying? So he goes into the little political reasons. He goes, in short, America is rotting from the inside out. And peaceful means to stop this scene to be nearly impossible. And he goes on and so on and so forth. He just blames Republicans and Democrats. You know what I'm saying? All this other bullshit. But listen to this shit. But here is what is important. Due to the death of the baby boomers, increasingly anti-immigrants retracting 
is the right to ever increasing Hispanic population in America will be become soon a party state. A Democratic Party state. And then it goes so on and so forth. Blaming immigration, 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 immigration. And basically, he talks about Hispanics being the main corporates of why, you know, they, you know, he needed to do what he needed to do, right? So now this for some people you guys must say oh wait a minute this must be just a new thing because you know latin people are being talked about in the media latin people are being spoken about now so yeah you guys are gonna be you know the forefront of hate and all this other shit actually no actually i think episode 22 i brought in a white supremacist podcast actually and I, you know, you know, broke down excerpts of it and, you know, they were talking basically amongst themselves and they basically said, we don't want America to become another South America. You guys remember that? Here, here's, here's part of that clip. Just in what that creates is a racial consciousness because a lot of these white kids have never been around non-whites before until they go into basic and then suddenly they're thrown in with, thrown in with them and they're told that you know the only color is green but the reality is they they actually see black behavior and hispanic behavior for the first time and they don't necessarily like it it's quantifiable that whites are going to become a minority in in north america okay so specifically in, in the united states uh, that is something that is is inevitable at this point unfortunately and uh, a lot of people don't uh, get very fixated on the on the immigration issue as far as illegal aliens building the wall. And uh, in some respects, that becomes a knee-jerk reaction to the racial problems uh, or, the, or, the, or the browning of America that they see around them, where they feel like that is the, uh, that is the, that's the solution. But really, it, it's, it's a superficial um, solution at best because there are 120 plus million non-whites in the United States that are, that are legal. And uh, they're 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 out they're outbreeding us, and we are also dying at a faster pace. Uh, so we're between a rock and a hard place, and the uh, the the illegal immigration is is sh sort of just adding uh, you know salt to the wound. It's not in itself um, contributing th that that much, relatively speaking. I mean, it's still damaging. Of course, especially considering that the mindset, a lot of the people who are coming in over, they're undocumented, who knows what their criminal background is. So the impact of, of the illegals as far as on crime and et cetera, uh, can be much greater, let's say, than people who are in the United States legally. But nonetheless, as far as we're concerned, being white nationalists and being white separatists, uh, you know, the issue is the same. I don't really make a distinction between the legal and the illegal. Um, and, uh, and so that's that that's the first, I think point that that people need to to accept is that north america is uh you know our, america is going to become united states is going to become part of latin america essentially you know and, and uh, or or i like to describe as sort of a cross between brazil a hybrid between brazil and and south africa wow you guys heard that shit, right 
Yeah, that's how white people really feel and think about you. Remember, he said, remember what he said? The first time white kids see black and Hispanic behavior. What the fuck does that even mean? What the hell is black and Hispanic behavior? Remember, he said, I don't make the distinction between illegal and legal. You guys heard that. That's what white supremacists think about you. That's what white supremacists think about you. And these motherfuckers are talking in code the whole fucking time. But there, this is the type of white supremacists I like. Honest. Out in the open. Tell you what it is. They don't hide. You feel what I'm saying? These are the white supremacists I like. So, this is what they think about us. So there's no distinction there. Remember, the browning of America. What does that even mean? Come on, let's keep it real, my people. You heard it there first, but if you guys still think that I'm bugging out that this is attack on, of white supremacy, that kid was a white supremacist, nah, he's but yo, Congress is even trying to talk to the FBI about this shit. You know what I'm saying? How come you guys haven't identified white identity? We've seen white supremacist attacks that were clearly domestic terrorism. Experts, in fact, um, the acting AG, Jeff Sessions, even called some of these incidents domestic terrorism is an incident. The Emanuel AME Church shooting of black Americans in Charleston and the Tree of Life synagogue shooting in Pittsburgh of, of Jewish people, that those were only designated and charged as hate crimes, not domestic terrorist incidents. Uh, Mr. McGarity, why did the FBI not believe that these incidents were domestic terrorist incidents? That's not correct. I don't know who told you that we didn't, but we certainly had cases open on them mm -hmm. uh, in both those cases. But the actual charge, was, it, was the actual charge domestic terrorism? You're not going to find an actual charge of domestic terrorism out there. If you look at Title 18, right, if you're looking for... Well, it says here that, but at the San Bernardino shooting or the Orlando Pulse nightclub shooting, they were designated and charged as domestic terrorist incidents. They were, they were charged, I'd have to go back and look, they were charged likely with, uh, if there was a connection to a foreign terrorist organization, it would likely fall under 18 mm -hmm. USC 23... Uh, a or B. Doesn't it seem that because the perpetrator is that's not, Muslim, that's not correct. That, has nothing that to do, the that, designation would no. say it's a foreign organization? No, that's not correct. If you, that is not correct. Okay. Can you explain yeah. why? So, homegrown bond extremists who we, or most of the people we arrest in the United States, homegrown bond extremists, uh, self-radicalized, born in the U.S., it doesn't matter what religion. But the Orlando Pulse Club shooter meets those qualifications, and he is, you're implying. He was worked as an international terrorist because he was following under the definition. But he was homegrown and self-radicalized. extremist cases, how we work homegrown bond extremist cases under the global jihad, we worked under international terrorism. That is correct. Uh, is white supremacy not a global issue? It is a global issue. So why are they not charged with foreign because the United terrorism. States Congress doesn't have a statute for us for domestic terrorism like we do on a foreign terrorist organization like ISIS, Al-Qaeda, Al-Shabaab. Could you see how this could create issues and discrepancies with how um, violent extremism by Muslim perpetrators could potentially, even if it's unintentional, but that there are, there are holes 
and there are, are gaps here, not through your fault or any one specific person's fault. It could be our fault as, as Congress. But could you see how one could see how the way that we are pursuing and charging white supremacy, particularly if they tend to be charged with hate crimes and, uh, and where that same type of violence committed by a, a Muslim extremist could be charged with domestic terrorism. Hate crimes and domestic terrorism are treated and charged, they're different crimes and they could be pursued differently with different resource allocations. Can you see how people would say that these are being treated differently? Predominantly, I would say I'd have to go back and look, most of them are not hate crime charges on the domestic terrorism side. Okay, thank you very much. Um, I will now... Wow, that's crazy. Some of them are not even hate crime. You hear what I... You heard that shit? Some of these are not even hate crime. You know what I mean? Nah, the fuck out of here. She AOC was on his ass. You feel me? And that's what we gotta do. We gotta be on these motherfuckers' ass. But she's not the only one, my people. She's not the only one. Congress has been talking to other people left and right, FBI agents left and right about, hey, white supremacy is an issue. This is an issue, and they don't even want to hear it. Do you know what group was responsible for more homicides from 2000 to 2016, more than any other domestic extremist group? Uh, I'm not sure, but I, I trust you're about to tell me. Not a trick question. I just I, I raised that question because... Your testimony uh, that was submitted to the committee talked a lot about homegrown violent extremists. In an unclassified FBI-DHS joint intelligence bulletin in May 2017 found that white supremacist extremism poses a persistent threat of lethal violence. Went on to say that white supremacists were responsible for more homicides from 2000 to 2016 than any other domestic extremist movement. Seven members of the committee uh, joined me in writing a letter to you and Attorney General Barr uh, explaining our concern about whether the FBI and Department of Justice were taking adequate measures to combat white supremacist violence and minimizing this growing domestic terrorism threat. The term white supremacist, white nationalist is not included in your statement uh, to the committee when you talk about threats to America. There is a reference to racism, which I think probably was meant to include that, but nothing more specific. We live in a world where the neo-Nazis and white supremacists are taking lives uh, in many places. A white supremacist murdered 51 Muslim worshipers in New Zealand. 2017, a white supremacist murdered six Muslim worshipers at a mosque in Quebec City, Canada. And in the United States, far-right extremists perpetrated the shootings at the Sikh temple in Oak Creek, Wisconsin, the Emanuel African Methodist Episcopal Church in Charleston, South Carolina, the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and the Shabbat of Poway, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, Poway, Poway? Uh, Synagogue in Poway, California. The reason I raise this is because there is a concern that this is not being taken as seriously as it should be, as one of the real threats in our country. And a concern as well that the FBI has now changed its definition when it comes to race-related crimes. They've created a new category for what you term racially motivated violent extremism. It used to be uh, white supremacist incidents. 
Wow, so the FBI doesn't even know themselves. Well, they do know because in 2006, the FBI even said white supremacist organizations have infiltrated law enforcement. So let's let's cut the bullshit. The, the FBI knows. The FBI knows. They they make documentaries and and inform people on little white supremacist forums and all this other bullshit out here, like uh, the Turner Diaries. You guys remember that? This is. The, the FBI was part of this documentary about the Turner Diaries and talked about it's a white supremacist, uh, you know, book. Listen to, listen to this part. My name is J.M. Berger. I study extremism with a special focus on propaganda, and I do that as a fellow at the International Center for Counterterrorism in The Hague. The Turner Diaries is a racist dystopian novel that has become an incredibly powerful piece of propaganda for white nationalist movements around the world. It's become perhaps the most influential work of white nationalist propaganda since the Nazis. So they, they know, let's, let's cut the bullshit, you know what I'm saying? He practices and his expertise is in white supremacists, white supremacist terrorism, and the fact that these sick fucks are not being labeled terrorists. They're being labeled lone wolves. They're being labeled uh, under mental, mental illness and all this other bullshit is a way to scapegoat this whole thing. And there's something very interesting I noticed. For the past couple of days, there's been shootings all over. In California, there was some garlic festival, white supremacist shooting, El Paso, another one. And now I think let me double check because i think this morning there was there was a shooting this morning hold on let me double check on that right now because i'm doing it right now the dayton shooter all right the dayton shooter another white supremacist and the crazy thing is that they're talking about these people being uh, you know, lone wolves and all this other shit. And they also, in the police reports, they always talk about multiple shooters, multiple shooters. And they always seem to always not shoot them. If they're white, they don't shoot them. And secondly, they always find one, but always on the reports, there's always multiple shooters, multiple shooters, multiple shooters. So are they deliberately not letting these people get caught? Because they don't want to, I don't know, make it, uh, into like you know like a hate group you know what i'm saying a white supremacist gang you know what i mean because then it's gonna be another classification there can't be lone wolves in there if they're more than one person you know what i'm saying so they have to they have to lump them in you know as okay let me just get one this is just my theory here you know what i'm saying but the walmart shooter you know what i'm saying he these people these white supremacist groups are not being labeled white supremacist terrorists. You guys heard the Congress. How come the FBI took that away and now they're being relabeled as something else? This is white supremacy again. Protecting white supremacists. White supremacists protecting other white supremacists. Let's keep it real. J. Edgar Hoover started the FBI. He was a staunch white supremacist. You feel me? So it's not it's not a stretch of the imagination to actually, you know could tell hey i wonder why these people are not you know are not being late you know what i'm saying let's keep it real but best believe they got black identity extremists there was a big ram through my door which woke me and my son up they had kevlar helmets with night vision ar-15s with full body armor 
There was military Humvees with machine gun mounts. I saw ATF out here, FBI, terrorist task force, local Dallas police. Had to be between 50 and 70 agents. Federal agent come and explain to me that the reason why they're arresting me was due to weapons. And I'm thinking like weapons of mass destruction, what type of weapons are you looking for? In the early morning hours of December 12, 2017, former Marine and Black activist Christopher Daniels, a.k.a. Rakim Balagoon, was arrested at his home for unlawful gun possession. So what would warrant such a dramatic arrest and a possible jail sentence of 10 years? According to a leaked FBI document, there's a new group of domestic terrorists, Black identity extremists. Oh, shit. By a new leaked document from the FBI, Black identity extremists. This is the reason why we have to change the narrative, mi gente. White identity extremists, you guys heard it from the um, congressman, is a huge world issue. White supremacy affects everyone, even white folks. In the manifesto, there's a re uh, they, he puts down why he was killing some white folks. My Latin people, mi gente, listen, this is a wake-up call. This is a, if Trump wasn't a wake-up call, this has to be. This is not going to be the first time we're going to get targeted. We're getting targeted by ICE. We get targeted by white supremacists. And now we're getting targeted by shoot by these white supremacist shooters. Let's keep it real, my gente. Let's keep it real. Stop with this whole white identity of mindset. You feel what I'm saying? This is a wake-up call. If this is not going to wake y'all dumbasses up, then I don't know what will. I don't know what will. But that's about my time. I'm going to catch you guys later. Remember, if you guys like everything you heard, if you guys want to follow me, hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at the same name, Radical underscore Latino underscore. And I'm going to catch you guys later.